know there's gonna be good debt. No, sorry. Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And today, should you be scared of debt? I'm so proud of you. First little uh, singing. I thought that was solo. gonna be left on the on the cutting room floor. No, no. <laughs> Robbie, we keeping that in? Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm happy. A little about Jamie that. XX reference there. Seen him once. Amazing concert. Yeah. Um. How do you think Kiwis feel about debt? Oh, I think there's mixed sort of attitudes towards it. And it's funny, right? Because a lot of people are scared of debt, but they're scared of the wrong debt. No, like almost no one's scared of an afterpay. No one's scared of an itty little credit card. But if I say to you, oh, we're going to take another out, another $800,000 to buy you a two-bitty townhouse investment property, I was like, ooh, Mike, that's, that's getting up there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even from a young age, and this is once again linked to your upbringing, a lot of people have been heard, oh, never take on debt, pay it off as aggressively as you can, mm. make sure not to borrow anymore. And there can be implications around that. But you are right. People are not scared of bad debt in a lot of cases and are scared of good debt, which is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, it's fundamentally around we've got to define what a bad debt is and what a good debt is. And there are certain situations where there's going to be some crossover. Yeah, so where should we start? Good debts? Let's go good debt. Cool. Okay, kick this off, Mike. Cool. So business debt. Investing in a business uh, to grow your wealth and your income over time is always a good thing. Um, you know, it is a way that you have more control over your income uh, than just working for the man. Yeah, and imagine if you, I don't know, say you're in a trade and you had to get a truck and some tools and those sort of things. Mm. Maybe you dropped 30 grand but you went from working for somebody else to taking the margin yourself. And imagine if your income increased from 60000 to 120000 right? Yeah. That investment, even though there's a debt associated with an interest rate, is worth it every day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. And, and actually, I'm going to jump in. There, Of course, for every scenario I give you, there is some instance where it's a bad debt, right? Yep, there are some bad business debts. Yep, there are going to be some bad investment property debts. Yep, but it is fundamentally... What are you using it for? And business debt is good debt. Investment property debt, Mike. Mm, um, my favorite kind of debt. Some people can't get enough of it. Load me up. Others are going Can't even like, sleep at night. Yeah. Others are going, oh, it's a big negative with a lot of zeros back on my mm -hmm. on my online banking. What do we yep. what do we think? I love it. Give me more. It's just, it fundamentally it's the same as a business debt, right? You treat your property investments and a property portfolio the same as a business. That is debt that is growing your wealth. It has a favorable tax treatment if you do it right. And by golly, that is good debt. Yeah, you need to be thinking about your ROI with these things. Mm. Is really the, the whole way to good debts and bad debts. What is my return on investment? Yep. So a really good example is with like a $700,000 investment property, if it goes up 5% per year over the long term, it's going up in value $35,000 a year. With 7% interest rates, though, we're going to have to top that bad boy up. So when you think of rates, insurance, accounting, the mortgage costs, mm. the interest rates without, there might be like 15 to 20%. But if you're putting 15 to, uh, sorry, 15 to $20,000. So if you're putting 15 to $20,000 down and getting $35,000 yeah. in return, that's like a 100% return on investment. Mm. So, I mean, that's worth it every day of the week. Yeah. The only thing you need to be thinking about is your personal cash flow, mm. whether you can fund the difference or not. And that's where people have gotten trouble with interest rates going from 2% to 7%. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next one, student loans. Now, if you are investing in yourself because you want to level up your skills to get a better job, 
a, a job in a speci- specialist profession, um, that is a great investment. And a lot of the times we know uh, the, you know, the university degree is just the ticket to get through the front door so that you can get an entry-level job in a more specialized profession. So that is a good debt. Do you, James. Do you still think that's the case? Like I absolutely s- think that. A, a lot of places, a um, you know, uh, the university degree is just the ticket to get the interview. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Uh, bad debts. Let's move to bad debts. So we talk about return on investment. Yeah. Uh, there's no return on investment here. Uh, consumer, any consumer debt, Mike? What might be some examples of some consumer debts? Ooh, I don't know. Personal loans, afterpays, credit cards, um, payday lenders. Yes. Yeah. Now, Mike, I'm feeling people saying to me, you know, I get my airpoints. I pay it off every month. I've gained the system. Why on earth wouldn't I use my credit card? Or if I had afterpay, I paid off in my full installments, Mike. Why give me a hard time? Yeah. For every hundred of you who tell me that, there might be 10 of you who are good at managing that, and there's 90 of you who aren't. And if you're like, Mike, that's completely wrong. That would never be the stat. There's a reason why these products exist. They are very profitable for those companies. A credit card book is a very profitable book for a bank. Afterpay is extremely profitable, even though it's interest-free, mm. right? Yeah. yeah. And the other thing to be thinking about when it comes to afterpay and the like is if you do not have the money for the thing, do not buy the thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's that simple. Look at your budget, save the money aside for a short-term expense, then mm. go and buy the thing. Um, it's not just about whether you pay interest on it or not, but you're racking up these things, creating bad habits around money because you're not saving um, for what you need, you're just going, ah, future me can sort this out. Yeah, absolutely. And afterpay especially I have a real issue with because it is predatory. It's designed to keep you spending on stuff you don't need. Even if you think about it, you get the dopamine hit or that endorphin hit of getting the thing without the money leaving your bank account straight away or just like a small portion of the money leaving your bank account straight away. Yeah, terrible. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, like if we were to sum it up, I'd say good debts, you know, they're used to invest in growing assets right mm. that asset could be you in terms of a student loan could be in terms of a business it might be a property um it's something that is giving you a return on investment like we said mike bad debts yeah. just just use to go consumer, down in value right? yeah consumer goods anything that's going to go down in value anything that is instant gratification that you don't need and you're taking debt out for that is a bad debt yeah and make sure to keep check out the keeping up with the joneses episode as well i feel like there's a lot in there as yeah. well yeah yep cool all right we'll wrap it up there in summary don't be scared of good debt they can completely change your financial outlook and get you ahead if used correctly stay away from bad debt there's just no reason to use yeah. any of them uh please make sure to subscribe so we can spread the word help more people and we'll catch you next time cheers